This is the Study Abroad Tips podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast Study Abroad Tips. Like every week, we are back to have an open dialogue with you about studying abroad. Now, this week we want to talk about something that is super simple, but of course, so many students, so many aspirants always come back to us with questions around understanding the difference between CPT versus OPT. What are the rules of working in USA? I know a lot of you have questions around this. So let's get started and understand the basic details and some of the deeper details on this topic. Now, the international students often look for work options right after master's in USA. Yet many employment opportunities are strongly restricted and have many complex rules. So here's everything you need to know about options like CPT, OPT, and most importantly, what is the difference between the both of them? So if you are an F1 international student, you will have the option of training in the United States. But which is the best option for training? What are the rules for employment? That is where work options such as curricular practical training and optional practical training come in place. While OPT and CPT have many similarities, there are usually very distinct differences when it comes to application process. You can participate in practical training during your program or after the course. International students are eligible to seek employment under special circumstances and cannot do so without prior authorization. There are two types of practical trainings. Either it's a CPT, which is the curricular practical training, and the other is OPT, which is the optional practical training. So let's go ahead and check out what each of these mean. So first is CPT. Now, curricular practical training is temporary employment of authorization for F1 international students. CPT allows students to train or receive an internship related to their major field of study. It also allows them to be off campus and gain amazing experience. CPT internships must meet the following conditions, a degree requirement or a course requirement. Many majors require the completion of an internship or work experience, aka CPT, in order for you to graduate and complete your degree. As for the course requirement, you may be enrolled in an internship or work experience in order to receive a grade. CPT types. Now, curricular practical training includes either part-time or full-time training. If you are approved for part-time training, that is a part-time CPT, you are allowed to work up to 20 hours or lesser than that within a week. If you are approved for a full-time CPT, you will be allowed to work for more than 20 hours a week. As a student, if you assemble 12 months of full-time CPT, you will not be eligible for an OPT. This is something you definitely need to keep in mind while considering CPT versus OPT. Also remember that independent studies will not be accepted by CPT. So what is the eligibility for a CPT? Students may apply for CPTs when they are currently an F1 international student. You must also have been enrolled full-time at least one academic year prior to your suggested CPT start date. 
students must have a declared major and be enrolled full time in order to receive their preferred internship now you are required to enroll in an internship or course that is designed for practical learning and cpts will require a letter of agreement from your employer so how do you apply for a cpt in order to apply for a cpt make sure you confirm your eligibility and the requirements students must contact their academic advisor and get informed about the internship course credit policy in their specific academic department you must also find an internship or have a job offer be sure to complete the advisor and student section of the application and submit you must follow or you must allow 3 weeks of your application to process so make sure you're patient about that now opt meaning and what is it so optional practical training or opt is an opportunity given to f1 international students that continue to maintain their status and if eligible they may apply for 12 months of opt the opt provides hands on work experience related to your choice of major you might also work under opt after you have completed your program if you are approved you will receive an employment authorization document known as the ead and ead card is what allows you to work fully authorized in the us approved students are required to report all information to the student and exchange visitor program you may also apply to 12 months of opt at each level of education so what are the different types of opt there are three major types of optional practical training there's a pre completion opt post completion opt and stem opt extension so pre completion opt meaning the period before your program's end date that time period will be deducted from your 12 months of opt eligibility most students prefer post completion opt which begins after you have completed your degree a stem opt 24 month extension allows some stem majors to extend their post completion opt the opt eligibility so students are eligible for opt if they are currently maintaining an f1 international student status you must have also uh, been enrolled for full time study for at least one academic school year opt eligibility requires you to physically attend classes in person in the united states at the time that you apply as mentioned earlier you will be denied eligibility if you have completed more than 12 months of cpt students who are eligible for opt are not required to have a job offer nor a social security number so the opt has a filing fee of 410 dollars which is required by the us citizenship and immigration services so the stem opt extension eligibility in order to qualify for the 24 months stem opt extension you must have an f1 international student status students must also be working in a period post completion of their opt to be eligible you must have a bachelor's or a higher degree in an eligible stem field you must also currently be participating in a regular period of opt 
The extension will start exactly after the last day of your regular OPT. You must also have a paid job offer that meets certain requirements working at least 20 hours per week. Your employer must be using the E-Verify program in order for you to be employed. So how do you apply for the OPT? When you are ready to apply for the OPT, you must request your DSO at your university to recommend the OPT. Your DSO will then make a recommendation by endorsing your I-20 form. You must also properly file form I-765. It is in this application of for employment authorization with the USCIS and you must pay the required fee and prepare supplemental documents. When you are all done, mail your documents to USCIS. So if you are an F1 international student, remember to stay informed and do everything in time and you are always in place with a structure. The difference between the OPT and CPT can be complicated, but it's an amazing opportunity for your career. CPT and OPT are both opportunities given to international students. So be sure to take them and make the best use out of them. Be patient. I know it's a very, very tough and complex process, but rest assured, once you are through, you will enjoy the work experience. I hope this quick chat explained to you everything about the CPT and OPT and of course the differences between the two. But of course, there are chances you might still have a confusion. So make sure you reach out to us in the comment section or you reach out to us on our website, iSchoolConnect.com. You could also reach out to us through our WhatsApp number as well as our email ID, all of which are details that are given in the description. And of course, make sure you're following us on social media. We are really active on Instagram, Facebook, all of those places. So until next time, this is Malvika signing off. Please take care. Bye-bye.